Speak between the lines podcast. The shit that's uncool to talk about, we make cool to listen to. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I want to hear what this song is. Oh, yeah. They were, they were really hyped up so badly last week. Oh, no, it's going to deliver. It's going to deliver? It's going to deliver, I promise. You. I, I, I believe you. Yeah, go for it. And this is DuckTales? Mm-hmm. And it quacks like a duck. Okay. Hey. Life is like a hurricane here in Duckburg. Lasers, airplanes, it's a duck blur. You might solve a mystery. Oh, I don't know her name. I got to look her up. Hold up. Tales of daring, do bad and good luck tales. She put that soul in it. This is nice. This See, is nice. you shot a front on her to get it. I went, I went on front. Yo, yeah, it's, it's, she all I know is she got a vibe to it, though. T.I. if I sing her to the next round. You say T.I. won't sing her to the next round? She's not going to the next round. Ah, that'd be <laughs> fucked up. It's smooth. Wait till she get that breakdown, though. Mm. You can't tell me y'all don't feel that shit. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. She doing her thing. They rock feeling it. People just start snapping their fingers for no reason. <laughs> Hold up. <laughs> so her name is Karen Marie. Alright, man. Let's go ahead and get into it. I said Speak Between the Lines Podcast, episode 86. It's your boy Young Rez. Going with J Rock. Here you go, just signing in. <laughs> it's smooth, man. I like it. It's smooth. Like it all, it, it, it all, it all makes sense once we get into our topic. This, uh, how's y'all week? Oh yeah, I guess it is. Yeah, I guess it is. No, my week is pretty good. Um, I've been adjusting to the to the later side of my schedule. Yeah, that's my first full week working it, so. I actually like it a lot more than I thought it would than I thought it would because I get to wake up late. Um like what a Tuesday Wednesday I actually cooked everything that morning, went to work, wasn't rushing, so I'm feeling it. And I get more money for doing it, so respect. I'm not mad at it. More so. money, better schedule. I'm curious how next month when I switch to ten, how that's gonna feel. Mm, I gotcha. I gotcha. Things all that. I'll be cut. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> nah, uh, it, it's straight. It's straight. But I think if I don't like the team, I'll probably go back to like to like the twelve thirty nine shift. Gotcha. Hopefully, just have a good flex day. I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. I think you gonna like it. Yeah. So I'm with it. How so do we? Do? You got flexibility like that at your job? Or they just gonna just let you switch really? your schedule like, like that? You say you call yeah. shots. <laughs> <laughs> if I don't like it, I'm gonna change it. Excuse me. 
That's cool. My week was cool, I guess. I mean, I feel like when you do the same thing every day, your days kind of run together. So that's kind of how I yeah. feel about this week. But I mean, I guess it was straight. Um, yeah, I don't think much, nothing much happened. You know, I went to a baby shower. I mean, not a baby shower, birthday party yesterday. Hey. So that was cool. But yeah, no, it was, it was all right. It was chill, I guess. Yeah. Nothing, nothing fascinating happened. Yeah, I'm the same. Like, it's, it's all kind of starting to run together. It's all a blur. Yeah, it is. It's mm-hmm. like, it's like, well, other than um, the temperature just dropping on us like out of nowhere, I felt like we were in summer one day. Oh, that was amazing. That was crazy. Yeah, that shit sucked. It went from like 90 to, well, like 40 the next morning. I think it got up to a hot of 60. Mm-hmm. Man, I found clothes I didn't even know I owned. I, I was <laughs> like, I was my whole wardrobe changed. Yeah, I realized I don't really have much winter clothes. Mm. Like. That day, I was like, hmm, I should probably start buying some shit. Yeah, the hustle is to buy it off season. Right, yeah, it is a it's cheap. Yeah. But, but that's why you go work at 1230, it's already noon when you leave. So it's, it's already, it's not as bad as it was for y'all in the morning. Yeah, and then Texas, Texas is trash too because it'll be, I mean, we'll experience every season in one day. <laughs> so it'll be 30, it'll be 30 in the morning. If it'll be 30 in the morning, then by the afternoon, it'll be 70. Right. So, you know, you can wear a hoodie and some shorts. Right. Which some people do, but. Then it'll rain for like 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah, for real. And then it'll dry up. Then you, it'll look like it didn't rain at all. All right. But. Then a hailstorm hit. <laughs> 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 for real, man. But yeah, I guess this week was cool. Yeah. Maybe I, I feel like I should probably start paying more attention to my weeks. Not really being observant as to what's going on. Because I'm pretty sure more goes on than just me going to work working and then going home i'm pretty sure some other shit happens are if not saying, some other shit should probably happen are you saying you should do this more for show purposes or life purposes no life purposes okay, but then saying, like no, the show is show. making me the show. Not, <laughs> for the show. Not, but we the need content we do need content i guess but now the show is like making me realize like maybe i should start paying more attention to like what's going on in my life and the show is doing its job yes yeah. it is yeah it is so glad to figure out especially wins losses i was like you're like it was another week Right. To actually try to find something that uh-huh. was relevant. That yeah. Happened, so I'm with you. I'm, I feel you on that. Why is that? Is it that, like, if we really just that zombified so we're like, we really don't pay attention to the week like that? Um, It's easy to yep. happen. <laughs> yep. Shit. Yeah. I think it's because we're stuck in my in our phones. I know I'm stuck in my phone. I was going to say, the phone will do it to you. I mean, well, you have a new phone. <laughs> you know, this man got lightning speed over there. It's like, man. The crazy thing is everything runs quick. together for him because this shit's so fast. I remember what I'm trying to look up because I'm waiting for it. <laughs> Anticipation's building. Oh, man. Whatever. Even when I had my trash phone, I was stuck in it too much. Mm. That's just that's some, some observation. The observ- observing? Some observations. Observations. Yeah, that's observations. Yeah. I got you. Thanks, bro. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. I guess we jump into wins and losses. Those and those. All right. So this week I have another win. Okay. So my back win comes from actually somebody else on Instagram. So I didn't realize that you could get gas off for shopping at Kroger's if you have a Kroger's card. Hmm. I've had a Kroger's card for years. I live literally five minutes from Kroger's. You know how much money I've been missing out on saving gas? <laughs> really? You didn't know that? I saw this. I was like, bro, wait. He might be the last nigga on earth to <laughs> find, find that out. out. Yeah, dog. Well, like, like, everybody knows that. Because I know it, but I don't pay attention to it. It's like I just get the in-store savings and I forget about the rest. I also have post fifty one on gas. Where the hell did you go? So do you, do you get your gas at, at Kroger? Well, so you don't even have to. So, like, it's at... Um, 
you have to download the mobile app and you, they tell you other places. Uh, where you can go. So, I had to, so I had to register my Kroger's card online with all my information in, and then it shows you how much you spent the last month and you get points for it. So uh, that's dope. for September, I had 200 points. So I got uh, 20, 20 cents off on my fill up. That's fire. That is fire. I remember I was paying attention to, to shit like that, but then when they put this Bucky's over here, like Bucky's has the best gas price ever. My G, I literally just filled up at Bucky's when I pulled up. Yeah. And my mom, the only reason I, I started filling up at your Bucky's is because my mom drove through here last week mm-hmm. and she was like, Yeah, I stopped at Bucky's and it was like a dollar ninety nine. I said, hmm? I was like, I drive by that shit every week. Facts. I, I will be I will be filling up at Bucky's for the rest of my life. Facts. As long Facts. as we do this podcast Facts. over here. Dude, the gas station at Walmart was two fifty a Son, gallon. That's crazy. Bucky was still one ninety nine. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's a bit. With my Kroger's it was one seventy. That's not bad. Yeah. Now on the off weeks, I'm going to Bucky's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just gotta remember it. Shit, it ain't yeah. no good if you don't remember. Oh, no, I got the app. No, it's, it's at the end of every month. I use Kroger's. Everything else, Bucky's. <laughs> <laughs> I got it down, baby. It ain't going nowhere. The hell yeah, damn. Um, I guess I got to win. I think. Mm. If you got to <laughs> bet, it's not a win. <laughs> that nigga said. I guess I it, it all runs together, guys. I think. <laughs> It does all run together, man. This is terrible. But no, so I I submitted my phone in for a trade-in. My old phone for a trade-in. I was trade about to say, in. what? Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, my old phone for a trade-in. So once they get it, I should be getting cash back or credit towards Yeah, that's absolutely else. a win. How could yeah. that not be a win? Yeah. Kind of want to make it about the phone again. You know what I mean? So but that's what I, your life is about. about. That's what my life, my life is about. <laughs> What's your life My life is about the <laughs> Staring at a phone screen twenty four seven. What's your life like? <laughs> but yeah, so when it, hopefully when they get it, they'll give me full credit for it, which is only like sixty bucks. But sixty bucks for an iPhone six ain't bad. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No. What? I, no, it's not I, bad. I just, it'd be killing me. Cause how old is that phone? The phone is like I don't know. I think it came out two thousand fifteen. So it got to be like four or five years old. How old was it? When you, how old is it when they? I mean, how much was it when they first started selling to? That's the uh, thing with the phones. Six? Like they be dropping into. And value so quick. Uh, I mean, maybe six or seven. Yeah. So it went from seven hundred dollars five years ago to sixty. Yeah, it yeah. appreciates just like anything else. Shit. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, it does. Yeah. But I mean, I mean, it's better than nothing. It is better than nothing. I just be feeling bad. I'd be like, damn, because I'd be wanting that. Like, I'd be looking at y'all phones, and I'd be like, damn, man, I'm about to come back, but I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to spend that much money on no phone that I can't get no bread off of later like that i mean that's why you keep it longer yeah, yeah. that way you get Shit, had, that way i had my phone for like three four years well yeah i mean well the thing is it's either you're gonna get the time in in value or the cash in value that's true I mean, shit, shit yeah, don't last cause, always. Because my shit be like, it take me 20 minutes. Nah, I was trying to watch My Hero Academia yesterday. Oh, it, it is out. Yeah, it came back, right? Nigga, that shit took me like an hour to finish watching. This nigga probably could have watched that shit in 22 minutes. <laughs> Easily. <laughs> like, Easily. So, watch yeah. it twice. So, yeah, yeah you right. yeah. could have watched it back to back. Back to back before you finished one episode. Yeah, so you know what? Um, yeah, I, I feel that. Yeah. Like, is, is the... Money value really worth it if you've had the if you've had the thing for like five years? Does it, does you does it do you care how much I, you get? No, for it? not really. Yeah, yeah. No. And then once it's paid off, that's extra money you saving every month. Yeah, that's facts. true. That's true. Respect, respect. Yeah, get that bread, man. 
<laughs> no, I'm just saying. I'm hard. I'm just saying. Like, if I if I bought it, I wanna I wanna sell it for more. It'd be the same way as if I bought my car for fifteen thousand and five years later it's worth like what a thousand. I'd be like, God damn, fourteen thousand dollars. That's pretty much what happens. Yeah, that's not the same thing. That's though. not. I mean, it's not. It's not, not as that's drastic. Not how drastic it gets. But but cars do lose a lot of value quickly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But damn, he's phones, nigga. One year and you've done. No, because like I had the seven and I can trade mine in for two hundred. How much was it when you started? The same, six seven. Damn man, y'all math. I'd be like, damn, that's a lot of value. I'm tripping. All right, what what, what are you what, what are you looking for though? Like, you, I mean, like, are you like, expecting? I'd be like, no, I was the whole thing. Yeah, no, I'm just saying, like, dollars for the phone. No, I'm saying, like, if I buy a seven right and it's two years old and I pay seven hundred dollars for it, I'm just throwing a number out, right? Mm-hmm. And I trade it in, I probably want like three, three hundred. I mean, it's not old, old. It's two years. wasn't that long ago. No, it's three, almost three, three and a half years old. I'll just say you had it two years ago. No, it's a seven plus. So the eight, the 10, now the 11. So it's three years old. It's nah, man, we now. just got to 11. Like, eh, it's mm-hmm. like two and some change. Okay. I'm just saying. How I much do you sell your phone for that you have right now? Shit, my shit. Well, hold on. Well, how much? $10. No, no, no. How much did you pay for it? How much did you pay for it? I'll pay seven. Because you're going to eventually sell it, right? Yeah. Okay, so yeah. how much are you going to sell your phone for? Well, listen to y'all, not apparently not much. <laughs> like, how much are you going to get for it today? <laughs> I, I, apparently not, not nothing. Let alone when he sells it six months from now. I'm going to look that up. Put that whole phone on Facebook Marketplace for $400. Yo. That shit ain't going to move nowhere, nigga. That a good... Yo, you put that bitch on Craigslist. <laughs> I'll bring it to you. Shit. What, what, kind of phone do you, what kind of phone do you have, bro? That's a Galaxy 7. A Galaxy 7? Yeah. And they're on the what, 11 now or 12? I think the 10. I, oh. Shoot, I ain't even kept pace. Yeah. I don't even remember. You see, if mine was just about as old as mine was. Yeah, don't put it up there for four five hundred dollars dog. Let's no, see, I don't think I'm... No, let's talking let's to see. y'all. Y'all, y'all giving me a reality <laughs> check. <laughs> What's your phone been yeah. paid off. Yeah, man. This man. It's making you money at this point. Because the money that you would spend on a new one, if you upgrade that's all. Oh, yeah. I definitely getting shit. I think... Mm. A, it says for Amazon, if you buy one from AT and T, is one sixty five, and that must be refurbished. So I doubt I get anything for it. Yeah, huh. if they're gonna sell it to you for that much, I that's mean, what I'm saying. Like yeah. you know how GameStop be yeah. like, I'm gonna yeah. give it to you for sixty dollars, but um, you trade it in a week later, oh, we'll give you about twenty two. Yep. What the fuck? That's exactly <laughs> what? what it's gonna be like. Yeah, too. that's exactly twenty two dollars <laughs> for that phone. That's exactly what it's gonna Good be. Good like. grief. Good grief. All right, what should win? Oh, I caught a dub. Uh, so I finally graduated my spiritual growth class uh, today. So that was uh, definitely a big win for me because it's a 13-week class. And when you first start, and you're like, oh, man, 13 weeks, that's forever. But it, like, blew by. And so um, that was a big accomplishment for us. So I feel really good about that. That's it. Mm. Okay. That's a highlight of the week. Good for you guys. Yes, yes. Shit, let's roll this week with your lines. I guess we don't say, say nothing else about that. Dude, like, what's one thing that you learned? The most, mm. the most, the most impactful thing. Right, since we had remember. to cut off the the big party early, because somebody had a class to go to the next day. Hmm. Bachelor party. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Oh, you have to give us a little bit more than you just graduated. Well, I mean that, that yeah, brings so up. I learned what you learned from that. I learned about sin. <laughs> oh, all right. Okay, what about it? Your niggas typically the one that gets you into it. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe, yeah. Uh, no, it was kind of cool. Um, I mean, it's more of just fundamentals, but um, I never really thought about 
the identity part of it they they talked a lot about identity in christ and how like basically your life is supposed to be a reflection of christ so like the more that you grow in your you know wisdom knowledge or grace you should be able to look at your daily routine and start to see it kind of line up with examples that god gave or that christ gave and so i never really took an active approach to that like thinking about like dang what I'm doing, would that be reflective of God, Christ, or like, because people see that in me actively? I was more passive, like, I'm just like, oh, yeah, I know the story, because I don't know scriptures like that. Like, my wife, she knows scriptures, like, she can, like, quote it. I don't, I can't quote. Um, I know stories. Mm-hmm. I know, I know, I know how, um, you know, to talk about, like, just the concept of what happened, but I can't point you in, like, Deuteronomy 5 and say what it says in that chapter. Okay. So that's the thing. But identity was a big one. Um what was it? Um Oh, obviously the enemy, they you know, they talk about the enemy is uh Satan, the world and your flesh. Uh but also um I never really thought about this that God gives you a new nature once you you know, become a believer. Like basically it's your old nature versus your new nature and that's the battle between yourself and your old ways and your desires and what you really want to do and you know who do you basically feed more it kind of reminds me of that parable hmm. um um it's not in the bible but it's basically um a old folks saying about the wolf there's a there's what is it it's two wolves um in your body basically a good one and an evil one and basically the one that you feed most is the one that's going to control your heart so it's a old old it, it's it's weird how they set that up but basically the whole point of it was like the person that you feed the most is the one that really has dominion over your spirit and your soul and that's the one that's going to control your destiny and i was like oh okay i like it i see where it's going yeah yeah that's it okay so are you, are you going to internalize that you're going to feel like you're going to take that and really use it in your life or was it just something to, to do to pass a grade? You know how like you just no, I was just no, I was just trying to get, I was just trying to become a member of the church. I just wanted to be, I just wanted to be a part of the family. There's a prerequisite. No, 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 I'm, I'm trolling. No, no it, I know I'm just bullshitting. It, it, it's dope. It's a dope class. I, I I think that they did a great job of um, it. They do a great job of making big churches feel small because like when you have a group like that that's together for 13 weeks Mm -hmm. you really bond and it's almost like when you go to church now it's like saying it's almost like high school in a weird way like you see people that you really know Mm -hmm. versus just like i'm just kind of in a crowd of people right so it that's dope and they always connect you with different folks uh whether it's uh the people that do the home visit which i didn't know that was a thing but they'll assign somebody to come to your home to actually meet you and your wife uh from the church and that's actually a prerequisite to actually joining the church because they want to make sure that you know somebody at the church if you ever need, you know, a connect. And then they also have the spiritual growth class where you're with that person for 13 weeks and you have group leaders so that they connect you with. Then even when the graduation happens, they um, when the teacher gives you your certificate, they literally talk about you personally and about an experience that they had with you during that 13 weeks. So they, they're just really good at like making it feel small. And personal. So they send somebody to your house? Yeah, I was a little, I was a little, I felt a little awkward about that because that's, I, I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah. I bet, I'm sure they feel awkward about that drive over there. 
Like, you know what's crazy? The dude that they sent, he doesn't stay far from us. I mean, that's probably, I'm, and I didn't, sure that, I'm pretty sure that was intentional, but yeah. That's true. But he's the head of security up there. And so uh, we chopped it up with him for probably about a good 45 minutes. He, he got a lot of jokes. Um, but you know, he just said, you know, if you ever need anything, hit me up. If y'all walk into church and y'all see me, you know, throw me to do so, you know, give me some, you know, give me a, give me dap or something. Yeah. Don't like, you don't know me. Yeah. Basically. I've been in your house. Yeah. Nigga. <laughs> I know where you stay at. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's what's up, man. And I carry a piece. Hmm? You do? No. When that started? He's oh. had a security. Oh. oh I thought you were like, nah, nah. I do need to talk to you about that though. What's up? Getting some weight. Getting a piece. Oh, you trying to get one? Yeah. There's uh, apparently a gun show in two, three weeks. At, um, was it Big T? Yeah. It's by Mesquite. Big Town Plaza, yeah. What's that? Whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, I need to talk to you. All right, we'll chop it up. Yeah. All right, move on. Tweet between the lines. We dragged that out. <laughs> All right, hold up. What's <laughs> up, Alright, so tweet between the lines. That boy love that song. You're going to the next level. Thank you. You're going to the next level. I got you. The song he sings in the shower, like looking at. Right. Yes, that's thing. You got to sing a song in the shower that makes you sound good. You know, better than how you would sound if you weren't in the shower. So this tweet, anyway, this, <laughs> this tweet, it, it's a it's a quote that I I actually ran across not too long ago. I just want to get y'all's thoughts on it, fresh thoughts, I guess. Since y'all didn't want to hear the quote before the show started, you ready? Sure. All right. So the quote is: Sometimes you have to make peace with the fact that you're the villain in someone else's story, even if you thought you were doing the right thing. You don't get to tell them how to narrate their experience. That's fire. I should listen to. You should have said this before the show started. I actually, you didn't want to chose. I put it on you. I was like, Jay, what do you think? Pressure. He was like, It's like you know what? We're just gotta do it off the fly. Yeah, off the fly, which is cool, I guess. Mm. All right, nigga. Okay, off the fly, nigga. Go ahead. Jerry wanted one more time. We gonna yeah, <laughs> <what's>, <laughs> yo, you try to keep him one time. I'm like, nope. Like, <laughs> that's what well, I'm, I'm gonna give it to you one more time. Abe quick. know my spirit. He <laughs> said he know my spirit. <laughs> he looks like he wants. He wants. He wants. He, he want me to say it again. I got you, bro. I see you. All right. So the, again, it's sometimes you have to make peace with the fact that you're the villain in someone else's story, even if you thought you were doing the right thing. You don't get to tell them how to narrate their experience. Um, what I find most interesting about that quote is number one, you know, you have to you have to be open to listen to how somebody else perceives it, mm. because you know we talk about that movies that the villain is the hero of his own story, mm-hmm. and we're the same way. You know, right. everything that we do, we we look at it through the lens of I'm trying to do everything right, I'm doing everything correct and sometimes when people react they're just reacting wrong they're taking it wrong so uh, i think that takes a lot of reflection to go back on situations like well even though my intent was right Mm. how did i actually do it and how do others perceive it Mm. uh i think that's i think that's something that people should do more often is realize that even though what they're trying to do maybe they perceive it as right is it may be hurting others and that will probably be a good way to correct and fix whatever you're intending to do for moving forward for future experiences. Oh, I like it. 
I think I'll be a good final boss. Yeah, yeah. That's why you gotta a get that second boss. read through. Yeah. yeah, you gotta get that second read through for that. <laughs> what, do yeah. mean, what do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean a final boss, Rez? Like the villain, like you know, the villain of the the game. Like at the, you know, I think I'll be a good final boss. I don't, I don't want to be a, a mid tier boss. You know, I want to be a level one boss. You know, you want to be at the end of the game. Being a villain, I'm, I'm good with yes, that. I'm okay yeah. with being a villain. No, yeah. Like that's okay. Like I think that's pretty profound as far as like, okay, cool, yeah. You give advice, even on a podcast. Like we say some shit, and you know we think we're helping somebody, and then you know somebody might listen and be like, nah, fuck that. Like, you know, like that's wrong. I don't agree with that, and everything like that. Mm. And I think that's cool. I think that's a good way to like, um, ooh, bars. So it makes me think about on. Uh, uh, you remember Hunter Hunter? Mm-hmm. So Hunter Hunter is a show. Um, it's an anime, right? So I'm kind of damn. I kind of want to save this. Oh, but I'm gonna say it now. I'm gonna say it now because it's relevant. Mm-hmm. So there's an arc in this show called Hunter Hunter where um, the hero of the show is named Gone. He's a little boy and he's a dude that just kind of always does the right thing. He always looks out for people. He's always protecting people. He's always helping people, right? Mm-hmm. And Man. you already know. Yeah, you already know. Um, and, um, he loses someone, he loses someone very close to him. Right. Mm. Um, a person that is perceived to be the villain basically takes, um, the life of his friend. And so spoilers, if you ever watch that show, but fast forward later on in, in that saga, uh, or arc gone finally catches up with the killer. He catches up with the villain. And when he catches up with him, he has so much anger, so much hurt, and he wants to inflict pain upon this person. But when he catches him, the person's actually healing someone else. And so it it, it created an interesting dynamic because he's the hero of the show. He's the guy that's supposed to, that always does the right thing. And even though the villain is healing this little girl, he wants to kill her in the moment. So he puts the little girl's life in jeopardy. For his own revenge. Mm. He finally stops and he gives her time to heal. You remember that part? Limited time. Yeah, very limited time. Like, nigga, like, you got five minutes to save this person's life before I I wreck you. Right? Yeah. And so it's crazy that we literally watch him decompose as a hero, as somebody that is worthy of being followed to someone who's literally endangering the life of an innocent person just because he's impatient. Damn. Damn. It's some six mm. like that whole arc. I didn't want to get into it too deep, but yeah. that whole arc is like it's it's really a deconstruction on human society because on one aspect we got gone, who's the hero, descending into becoming a monster. On the other side, we have this monster named Miriam, who basically starts out as somebody who's going to kill humankind, and he becomes more human throughout the saga. So as gone is going through this fall of grace becoming a monster Miriam is actually becoming someone enlightened and cherishing life it's it's yeah. it's a work of art so regardless of that getting back to your quote about sometimes you know we can be the villain of someone else's story and we can't change how people narrate that like how it happens is how it happens in their life mm-hmm. in real time so if I say something that offends you, I can't be all high and mighty to say, well, I'm right, you're wrong, right? Even mm-hmm. if I have the best of intentions, what they say, the road to hell is paved mm-hmm. with good, good intentions. intentions. 
Yeah. So, you know, you got to let people have their own experience, have their own life. So it's just crazy. Like, I was just thinking about that. I was like, damn, like Hunter Hunter just popped up in my mind because I wasn't I was not going there. I was just trying to be the final boss. <laughs> but <laughs> I was just trying mm. to be, I just wanted to get to the end of the game. <laughs> I just want my own theme music. Damn, that's actually that's that's pretty good. I didn't even think of it like that. I didn't think of it how y'all even explained it either. Mm, that's what we do with y'all. Well, I guess I, I internalized more of the first part of this quote than it's than everything in its entirety. The um sometimes you have to make peace with the fact that you you're the villain in someone else's story. And so I was thinking, I was like, man, like, has there ever been a time where like I was the bad energy in someone's life? Right. Ooh, talk to him. Mm. Yeah. So I had to oh, I had to think about that shit because it was like, damn, like, you know, I have you know, you have good intentions always. Or some people, at least me. So I have good intentions to to be good and fair to most people in my life. But at the same time, you can kind of run across a situation where you may actually be the downfall of someone's energy. Mm. And I had to realize that. I had to be like, I had to really think about it and be like, damn, like if I'm the bad energy in someone's life. I can't really dictate how they respond to that. I mean, I can try to like apologize and you know try to make it better, but at the end of the day, if if I'm the energy that's causing them to come down, then they whatever they decide to how to get that energy out of their life or switch it or whatever is on them. I can't really mm-hmm. control that. So that's kind of what I thought about that. I was like, damn, this shit there as well. Well, let me say this in response to what you just said. Mm. I'm sure. There has been a woman in all three of our lives, like at some point in our journey of life, where we were their villain mm. because we didn't choose them. Mm. And they felt some type of way and they had to deal with that, whether that was blocking you on Facebook or I guess if it was back in the day, MySpace or, you know, Black Planet. Black this Planet. thing was a Black Planet. So like, <laughs> Black Planet, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But there, there, there was a time relationally, like where someone looked at you as the villain. Yeah. And even if you weren't trying to Even do if you weren't that's trying thing, to do yeah. that, bro. That's the thing. Like, how do you... But then it's like, at the same time, like, even when you recognize it, I guess that's kind of an eye-opener too. Like, damn. Because it's one thing to, like, not know that you are and think that you're doing right. But then, like, once you recognize that you are, it's like, damn. It's like, whoa. Like, should I try to repair this? Or should I just let this person kind of just... Mm. Do what they feel is right for their own sake. Mm. That, that 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 brings up to a different situation because if you're what's hurting them, what's right for them may be you just letting them have it. Yeah, like especially talking about you know mm-hmm. the the issue with a a female who something happened or did wrong, she may see you as poison. Mm-hmm. So you trying to fix it is still bringing poison to her world. You know what I mean? So yeah. But you don't want to be that person, though. I mean, it's it's impossible not to be. So, like, when you look at it, Superman, him saving somebody is going to have collateral damage. In any movie, any Superman movie, there's always a building and destroyed. So, the person Especially who's saving... <laughs> yeah, That's what the new ones. You know what I'm saying? He saved somebody <laughs> Come on, on the way to it. <laughs> he causes damage for other people. He causes problems for other people. Mm-hmm. Even though what he's doing is allegedly just and right, 
it always there's always gonna be a negative side to everything. You know, a movie that actually hits on that on that same key point harder is Civil War because the Avengers literally was saving people and mm-hmm. a building fell on a family, killed them, and created their next villain. Yeah, it, and like, what what are you supposed to do? Mm. You know, that's Damn. rough. That is rough. Yeah. Like, um, to address the second half of it, you you can't dictate how somebody responds to it. Because they had to, they had to internalize it and do what's best for them moving forward. The only thing you can do is just try to understand it. But what if you feel that it's worth saving, though? You have to fight for it. I mean, well, so first you have to see exactly how are you the villain and whatever issue that you create, and see if it's something that you can fix. Mm-hmm. If it's something that you can fix, then you know try to move forward through fixing it. But if it's something that you can't. And then it's something that the that person has to fix and then see if they find value in trying to fix the relationship moving forward. Or you can try to fix it once they've picked up the pieces. Yeah. Hmm. Have you ever been in that situation? Mm-hmm. Yeah. How did it turn out? You don't have to explain the situation. Um but hmm. so the other person chose not to. So like um just being, you know, really general about it, it was a situation where I was choosing to better myself, but that took away from time and energy from the other person and me putting helping them out. So they're like, Well, you're you know, you are turning your back on me to this, you know, you're only you're being selfish. Mm-hmm. So it's like, Well, I mean, I have to better myself or if I, you know if I if I if I'm not better I can't help anybody. Yeah. So yeah ultimately in the business leads to self worth. <laughs> <laughs> eh, eh, eh. No. No <laughs> come back. <laughs> no. <laughs> but it was ultimate situation where uh, because of that initial adverse reaction that they had that they didn't want to repair the relationship moving forward. So mm. part of ways. Mm. Mm. Okay. See, I'm more of a method actor. I prefer that if I'm going to be the villain, I'd be the best damn villain I can be. Ah, uh, here, so, here he go. No, yeah, seriously, because yeah. sometimes the villain actually pushes you to a greater purpose. Where the hell would Batman be without Joker? Well, it depends on which version of Batman you're talking about. The original, he was out of his parents. Mm. Well, he still would have had his parents. Yeah. But he would have been lame. He wouldn't have been a playboy. He still would have been rich. He wouldn't have been a playboy. He would have been rich. He still yeah, would have been a playboy. He, he wouldn't have been an icon, though. He's rich. He don't need to be. He'd have been just another Wayne. Like He's rich in his wife. What else do you need? Yeah, that nigga wouldn't have been Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. I'm off. <laughs> All right. Y'all got anything else on that? Nah. Nope. I like that quote, though. That is a fire quote. Where'd you get that? I uh, just ran across it. On... Online, like where I be at, because I be yeah. on my phone a lot, yo. So scrolling, so you can scroll now. <laughs> yeah, and I, I kind of I saw it, and I, don't know, I was kind of dealing with something, and it it kind of it hit a little harder. Because I've actually read it somewhere else before, and I was like, oh, okay, that's pretty cool. And I just happened to run across it again, and I was like, oh yeah, I can, uh, yeah, I can see that. I can see that being the case. Me, I kind of just fall back. Like once I realized that I'm, I could be the villain in someone's story, and I could be actually like slowing them down or distracting them from a greater purpose, then 
my best my nature is just to try to try to like remove myself from the situation I guess yeah. you, you can do that I mean if you care about the person right it's the it's the selfless thing to do there you go mm. Rez mm. <laughs> <Selfless>. mm. <laughs> I see what you did there <laughs> Alright, hit us Damn. up. Damn, there's another quote though. I want to find it though. Uh, what? Keep talking. I don't know. I'm gonna oh, because I was going to break off with a tweet between. Nah, lines. go ahead, go ahead, break off because I'm gonna bring it back later. Hit us, hit us up. Speak between the lines. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Start a conversation with us. Join a conversation we're already having. Uh, also, check out our merch. Bit.ly forward slash SBTL store. You will find all of our shit. Man, to not bring up another shooting, but did y'all hear about the girl that they got shot in four? <sighs> yeah, yeah, I did. I did not. What happened? You didn't? I didn't. All right. So um, Friday, I believe, there was a uh, a girl. She was out in Fort Worth. She was in her home. Um, it was 2 o'clock in the morning. Her neighbor noticed that her door was open. So she called. So the neighbor, which ended up being a gentleman, calls the police and says, hey, you know, my next door neighbor's door is open. Um, you know, I just kind of want to just hit, send out a wellness check. You know, it's not emergency or anything like that. I just want to make sure that my neighbor's okay or whatever. Police comes out. There's body cam footage and everything. So police comes out, notice that the front door is open, but doesn't announce himself. He doesn't knock on the front door or anything. What he ends up doing, he takes his flashlight and he just starts investigating around the house. So he's like looking in windows. He ends up in the backyard somehow because the door was open or the the, the gate was open. Mm-hmm. So he's kind of creeping around or whatever. And then he ends up looking in this window. And he all he says is, put your hands up. Don't move. And then shoots into the window. What the fuck? Didn't say he was a police or anything. Just shoots into the window. Ends up killing a woman. Um, I don't know how old she was, but what ended up happening was like she died. They said there was a gun in the room and there was an eight-year-old in the room as well. So that's what's going on now. And it's sad. It is sad. I I was talking to someone um We'll talk. We'll talk about this off air first, but we'll talk. I want to talk about it off air before I bring it to the podcast with you guys first. But mm-hmm. it is a sad situation, um, man. You know, you it's it just seems like it's the Amber Geiger thing all over again. But then it's not. But it's like I don't. I just don't know how this is going to end up going. It's still fresh. I mean, there's not much information out. We don't even know who the cop is. To this point, when we're recording now, by the time this comes out, this episode comes out, we may know who he is. But yeah, man, that was uh, that was sad. Just to be in your house and then to hear something in your backyard, and you go to the window and you get shot. It's like, come on now, man. What the hell? What the hell's going on with? What the hell's going on with people? Like, did like did nobody at the police station see the Geiger case and see how this played out? Like, why would you, why would you go to a, a wellness call, not announce yourself and then go snooping around somebody's house? That's why I don't get it. But yeah, rock. That's kind of what's, what's going on now with, with that. Yeah. So are you fucking kidding me right now? No, nah, man, I wish, I wish I was Jesus. I wish I was. And I don't have the young lady's name in front of me. Uh, I do apologize, um, but I don't have it in front of me. I don't want to mispronounce her name or even try to guess it. But, um, yeah, man, it was, it was, it was, uh, it was, that was pretty sad. So, prayers and blessings to that family. I don't know how long y'all want to stay on it, but I figured we should at least, you I know, did, send I, our prayers up. I just can't believe that this happens on the heels of the conviction for, and the sentencing for Amber Geiger. 
Yeah. And it's yeah. like, you would think that, especially in the DFW, since it just happened here, that everybody would be on their P's and Q's. Right. Yeah, that's that's what you would think. It's just, I don't... I guess my thing is, like, what made him go snooping around someone's house for for a wellness check? Like, what what were you looking for? What what were you trying to find? Like, he's probably gonna run with the storyline of, well, it's two thirty in the morning. It's a wellness check. The door was open. I was looking for burglars. I that, mean, that's the story he's probably gonna run with. <sighs> he didn't want to announce his presence. Uh, you know. Put his life in danger or something like that. He'll he'll come up with something. I don't know because, like, with last year with the surviving uh, R. Kelly case, they had, they uh, had the one family they they called they called they called the cops for a wellness check trying to get their daughter out. Oh and yeah, I remember that. They knocked on the door. They didn't snoop around the building. It was right. just they came out and they announced themselves. Hey, we're the police. We're just trying to check on this person. Mm-hmm. So. And this was national. You know, it was everybody. You know, the people saw that it's on the 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 R. Kelly thing. They saw this is how one take supposed to be. Yeah. Now we have this situation where the guy didn't knock on the door. He didn't announce himself. Why would you search the He's premise in the backyard. first? Yeah. Before you tried to the point of the willing take is to make sure that the person's okay, right? Not the property. So why wouldn't you first check on the person in the house? Right. That's that doesn't make sense to me. I don't, I don't know that. That's it. Uh, I don't know. That's just stupid to me. And the young lady's name is uh, Tatiana Jefferson. She was 28 years old, same oh age as. Yeah. Yeah. So <clears throat> this is another thing that's going on in the DFW, which, I mean, like I said, it's not uncommon. Um, unfortunately. Unfortunately. But I guess. We'll kind of see how this story plays out uh, in the future, you know, as more information comes out. But yeah, man, I don't, I just, I don't even know what to say. Like I said, it's not much out on it now. So I mean, and I don't want to speculate too much, you know, especially if you know, for the, you know, respects of the family and all that stuff. You know, I don't want to just come on here just saying Wild, anything. Yeah. You know what uh, I mean? Mm-hmm. With not a lot of stuff out yet. So I, I think this just kind of harkens back to the whole. Like I was watching this video by uh, Ryan Davis. He's a comedian, and um, one of the things that he talked about in that in the wake of the Amber Geiger uh, trial was when he saw the judge, you know, consoling Amber, the cop consoling Amber, the uh, brother consoling Amber. He was like, he just felt jealous, and like he wishes that people would show that type of humanity and forgiveness to us as a race but they're showing it to the killer Mm -hmm. like it's crazy like you don't feel safe anywhere you don't feel safe going to big concerts and things like that because people be shooting you don't feel safe going to las vegas because people be shooting you don't feel safe going to the club because people be shooting you don't feel safe in your house eating ice cream because people be shooting you don't feel safe you know calling a wellness check on your neighbor because people be shooting and right. it's, it's just like, and then it's just like society's so quick to forgive these people and to, you know, let them just skate by, you know, with a, a slap on the wrist 
yet for our people we get the max everything and it's just like once i would just like to be able to be in that position where i fuck up i make a mistake and then society embraces me rather than throws the book at me Mm -hmm. it's just it's sad yeah it is that is sad um well no prayers and condolences to the family like i said i hope we get more information on this sooner than later. Um, I was talking to somebody not too long ago, and they were saying how, I guess they're trying to figure out how the city's going to respond or how, I guess, the nation's going to respond. Because, you know, typically when we have a police shooting, especially with them being so close, you know, some people think that people are going to come down, like, you know, activists and like all that rally. stuff. Yeah. And rally up, which, I mean, you know, would be cool. Um but it's, I mean, it's its a sad situation. It is a sad situation. Anytime somebody is innocent, is shot, you know, especially when you're not doing anything in your own, in your own shit, it's, it's sad. And I don't want to beat down the episode too much, but I figure we should at least um, address it. it. Yeah, yeah, acknowledge it, make, you know, address it and all that stuff because it did just happen. Um, Literally. Yeah, so. <sighs> I don't have no segue for that. Oh, and I don't have a song. Rocky, you got a song over there? I'm just in shock right now. Yeah. I don't got no, I don't have a song over here. Okay. Um, all right. Well, let's bounce off of that. Uh Rez. Oh. What's up? Quick sidebar. Hmm. Uh Ryan Davis, uh, the same comedian I watched that video uh for. Yeah. He also had a quote, and I actually wanted to run it by y'all. Oh, you found it. Okay. Yes, I found a quote. Okay. All right. Y'all ready? Yeah. It's a good one. Is it? Yes. Okay. It really is. Females be like, what well, you won't do, another nigga would. Then be single for years. Nobody did it. Quote. That was beautiful. Can, I, can you read that for me one more time? <laughs> <laughs> What's your life like? <laughs> no. Females be like, what well, you won't do, another nigga would. Then be single for years. Nobody did it. Mm. Mm. That's that's not a that's not the best mentality to live in. Expecting just because your nigga's not doing something that the next the next person will. Mm. Mm. Yeah, no, nah, you can't you can't live in that mentality. <laughs> Whoa, this is a follow up statement. No woman should settle for less than what she feels that she deserves. I honestly believe that. But if nobody's ever willing to give it to her, does she really deserve it? <laughs> Yikes. Ooh. Holy shit. When I get a shit like that, like, god damn. He didn't catch it. He's like, yeah. I wonder, man, oh. I wonder if, if some of the people that be saying some of that stuff, do they be thinking about that? I know there has to become a point in time where, like, if the shit ain't coming the way you, you thought it was based on what you've been saying out in the universe, like, is there ever a time where somebody thinks, like, damn, maybe it is me, maybe I am tripping? You know, people who that yeah. be saying the shit like that. You yeah. know what I mean? I think so. I think I think yeah. I think I think people I think just in nature people will say like, uh, maybe it's me. They won't say it out loud for the most part, unless you just like really have a close connection with them. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, I think at some point, you know, when you start hitting the wall, you're like <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're like, damn. This shit ain't cracking like I thought it was. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Be going back to your ex like, 
Can you still get a deal with Rockefeller? <laughs> <laughs> like, like I miss you. I want to. I want to work things out. I miss you. I oh miss you. man, I didn't mean to fuck up. Hey, big head. <laughs> Look oh, at yeah. <laughs> The hey, big head text message. Oh man, tried and true, classic. Hell yeah, yeah. Bet. All right, All right. Move on. Rest. Oh, so I thought a good topic for this week would be actually taking a trip down memory lane. This actually sparked literally because last episode I played the Darkwing Duck. Mm-hmm. And I was like, damn, what was that one song? Oh, DuckTales. That was like, damn, what would be a dope topic? Well, what if we talked about shows that we watched when we were younger or coming up that we learned life lessons from? Mm-hmm. So things that you know we just actually either applied to ourselves in our own life or maybe we saw it and was like, damn like that's that's some profound shit yeah it's kind of like the hunter hunter thing we were talking about earlier yeah like wow like yeah just that quick you can literally become the villain just by getting absorbed by a want or a desire mm-hmm. so mm. wanted to see if y'all wanted to chop it up on that and kick it off yeah what's up what what, what shows y'all got no what i don't y'all talk got? about it no, I'm joking. All right, what, do, what, what, what do you want to talk about? <laughs> no, I'm just joking. I'm no, like, really? No, what do you want to talk about? What do you want to talk no, about? No, I'm talking about this. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Okay. Okay, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Okay, go ahead. All right. So, oh, wait, so wait, hold on. So what are we talking about? So, <laughs> you said a lot. Like, did you, did you oh, say what? Yeah, so basically we're just talking about life lessons we learned from TV shows that we watched coming okay, up. Okay, all right. Life lessons that we learned from TV shows coming up. This was, I was, when you... When you put that in the chat, I was like, mm, okay, let me see. I couldn't think of anything at the time. Mm. But then I kind of got the brainstorming with some people. And I was like, oh, okay. Okay, yeah, some of this makes sense. So I want to kind of see what, what avenue y'all take. First. All right. So for me, it was Family Matters. Classics. Classic show. Oh, we did say sitcoms too. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So uh, just for context. Well, reason, I just said TV shows. Yeah. Yeah. So the reason for this that for me. I'm sorry. I couldn't hold it. I was, it, it was just buzzing. Don't do paper, Not in condition. Some people say it's even harder to find. <laughs> Didn't the girl from there like end up doing porn? Yeah, she did. We don't we don't talk about her. <laughs> we don't talk about her. All right. I'm mm. sorry. All right. Uh, that's right. That's right. One moment. Crazy. Let me defend her something real quick. No, no. <laughs> don't do it. Don't do it. No, so um uh, for mine it was family matters because um the, the reason for it was for the character Steve Urkel. Jill, like uh actor play was Jalil White. Jalil White signed at the hedgehog. So the reason for that is because it was the first time where I saw a sitcom or a TV show where it was okay to have somebody different mm. because a lot of other sick, you know, Fresh Prince, a lot of the cartoons, like all, all the main characters were mainstream. They were, they were the cool kids. So this is the first time where we saw somebody being okay to be different, being okay to just know who you are and live in that. You know, what's funny about that. A nigga wasn't even supposed to be on the show. Like he was actually a big character. He was only supposed to do one appearance, and he mm-hmm. became so popular, mm-hmm. he took over the show. Yeah, he became the main show. Like that's nuts. Yeah. yeah, that's crazy. But yeah, you hit on that. Was that the character role though? Like, was that his role? Well, his role was supposed to be just the the dork at the video game. Like they had an episode, I think it was on bullying or something like mm-hmm. that, and he was at the, I guess the pizza place, and he was supposed to be just a guest spot, and that was it. And then people like America fell in love. They with him. they loved him, 
I think he fell through a table. He did something with a table. He was just like, did I do that? And then that was a rap. He did that. Uh, did I do that? And that was a rap. Ah, uh, okay. That's good. So, yeah. So, for me, it was this. And so, especially with me growing up. So, I'm, you know, parents always been in the suburbs. So, I'm the black kid around a lot of white people. Mm. So, when I'm interacting with other people who look like me, I don't talk like them. I don't do a lot of things that they did growing up. So, seeing that example that, no, it's okay to be who you are. Right. And who you are can be accepted. Right. That, that was dope for me growing up. It was actually also, just to kind of piggyback, a good story on identity. Because, you know, mm-hmm. you speak to the cool factor. Remember you had that little machine, but turn them into stuff Step on? on? Uh-huh. And it was just like that that battle of, like, who do you? Who are you really? Are right. you really Steve Urkel? And you got, what was my girl name? Laura. No, no, no. The, oh, the, Myrtle. Oh, yes. Myrtle. Mm. God, I love her. R.I.P., man. Um, but, like, she she loved him for him. Mm-hmm. But he would always shun her for Laura. to be fake mm-hmm. to get Laura. Mm. That's crazy. Yeah, that is crazy. Yeah. And Laura wasn't even bad. No disrespect, Laura. But I'm just saying, like, she wasn't even bad. Like, like when you compare them to... Man. Oh, no. She was killing her. Like, Damn. Yeah. I was like, Steve. My boy. Yeah. Boy, you better get that polka dance and, <laughs> and hit that girl up. Like, you tripping. Did I do that? Yes. Yes. Yes, I did. <laughs> Good grief. That, that chick was bad. What about you, Rock? Or Rez? Uh, one of my shows uh, actually was X-Men. Um, when I first saw, saw that, that was like the first time I saw um, it was okay to be different as far as like from a kind of like a race because they were hitting on racism but as a kid you don't know they're hitting on racism mm-hmm. uh yeah then everybody's white yeah that's what i'm saying like mm-hmm. all the characters are white except beast blue ass but um oh, it's, it's a person of color oh my god is that what they did no i'm kidding no <laughs> but but with x-men it was like it, i never really appreciate i appreciated it as a kid because i was just like oh man this show is dope but as i started to mature i was like well dang like they really talking about tolerance they really talking about Mm -hmm. like you know accepting something that you don't understand because civil society in that show was all like mutants are evil mutants are bad the only good mutants are dead mutant you know all that stuff wow and it's crazy it's like the parallels between like Professor X was Martin Luther King. He was the peace guy and he was trying to bring unity. And then they, they, they put Magneto as Malcolm X. He was like, no, I'm riding for my people. This is what it is. We're going to do our own thing. We're going to have Genosha. You know, I mean, it made a lot of sense. I was like, Mm -hmm. damn. And so that was the first show. I was just like, man, like tolerance is really, really important. Like learning, learning other people and their ways is, is really, really important. And we shouldn't, we shouldn't be, I guess, I guess, I mean, speaking of tolerance, one thing we shouldn't tolerate is a system designed to punish those people. Because remember, the Sentinels got created to throw Mm -hmm. them in jail. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, as I'm getting older, I was like, damn, like they was talking that cash money in the 90s, like to like eight year olds. (laughs) That's crazy. Man, that's what's up. <laughs> Yo, so I want to see what Abe is now. <laughs> Abe is like, I was not getting that type of shit. Bro, I it's wasn't like, getting I, none of this shit when I was little. It's like, man, man. Came out of hand. 
I'm like, man. All that right. nigga was waiting on was shink. Right. Hey, hey like, man. man you, say you seen Professor X's wheelchair? Shoot. Pull up, bro. It floats. You're saving too for bad motherfucker. Hey, man. To the movie. I was uh, not I was not watching cartoons looking for life lessons, my nigga. I'm just, <laughs> no, it, I'm not saying I'm not saying you had to get it in the moment. I didn't get it. That's what I was saying, older. So I had to like I was back. older when I caught that. That wasn't like I wasn't like a eight year old red like, talking about that's my Luther King. That's Martin Luther the King. <laughs> looking at He caught this two months ago, guys. I'm like, whoa, hold on, man, cause I ain't got nothing like yo. <laughs> This man was woke as at eight years old. Nigga, I was woke before that this shit was a catchphrase. This nigga was woke before woke was even woke. Boy, god damn. Damn. All right, I guess y'all want to know. Okay, so one of my cartoons, which I had to, I had to think back uh, on it. One was um, Cat Dog. <laughs> <laughs> all dogs go to heaven. They got one for all seven. <laughs> That's called an airbud. Cat dog, man. Cat dog, man. Hey, yo, hey, cat dog. Cat dog, man. Now we're ready. <laughs> <laughs> <Man>. <laughs> Folks probably don't even know what we're talking about. Oh, man. That, uh, that let them wonder. wonder. Let them wonder. Yeah, let them wonder. Nah, yeah, go ahead. Uh, no, nah, but cat dog. I mean, I think looking back on it now, I mean, I think one thing that you could get from cat dog... <laughs> Is the fact that you start you led off with cat dog? <laughs> Yo, I'm impressed. Can, by hold that. on, before he goes, I can just picture Abe's mind. He was like, "Yeah, Rock, I want to see what you get." And then you said some deep shit on, <laughs> oh, on Family dude. Matters. Then he got to the X Men. He was like, "Martin Luther King." That nigga looked at his. This. That nigga looked at his notes. Was like, "Cat dog." Cat dog. Y'all, y'all got this. <laughs> nigga throwing out cat dog. <laughs> first swing at it, dog. Right. <laughs> 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 First swing at it, dog. Niggas throwing out cat dog. All right, go ahead. Man, so one thing that I guess, looking back, I'm going to try to deep this shit up. (laughs) You better better lose this all the way up. Nah, so, so, I mean, if you think about it. (laughs) Yo, when a nigga start off with, when you think about it. So, like, when you you think about it, right, like, when you think about it. I know you are, nigga. Nah, man, but you can think about it, like, you you can be, um... A cat or a dog? Nah, nigga. Like you can, you can be a different, but he, then he gonna still, pull up the road. I believe. Yeah. It. Go ahead. Yeah, oh, I'm yeah. trying to. Y'all niggas keep talking. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you can. No, seriously though, you can be. Um, you can have two different ideas, but then still manage to coexist with one another. I think that's important because now, at least, what's going on in life, people are so divided. You know, red or blue, black or white, this or that. Mm. But you have two people who are actually two different species, and they have mm. their differences and they have their disagreements. But in some way, they still manage to coexist and work through their differences when they when the opportunity allows them to. So that's actually dope. Yeah, dog. Mm. Cat dog. Yeah. That was dope. I, I, I actually, like that. <laughs> I actually, okay. Why you had the confidence at first? I did. It was just funny listening to y'all and then like seeing my shit. <laughs> Cat dog. <laughs> It was just funny. Like I, just, I knew what I was gonna say, but it was still, it was just funny. <laughs> the name brand, the name brand went strong enough. That Yo, that nigga, the name had no it weight to it. The name had zero weight to it, dog. But yeah, so that's that's my shit kind of jumping. That's out. pretty dope. No, I, I like that because th- that can be applied in so many different contexts. Because you have two species that are innate enemies, right? Yeah. And yeah. if they can learn to coexist, then we can apply that to everything. Yeah. Race, religion, anything that can divide us. If two enemies can do it, 
and we're both humans. We're both the same thing. What's stopping us from learning? Yeah. I like that. Like, technically, dog is supposed to be kicking a cat's ass every day he wakes up. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, yeah. but, but then he'd be kicking his own ass. <laughs> but then he'd be kicking his own ass. Mm. And uh, I think that's the dope part about it. It's like they're bound by one body. It's almost like a, a parallel to the, like us as a country. It's like, yeah, we're bound together. Mm-hmm. So we do have to get on the same page to coexist to live in this one body, this right. one area. Right. So that, that yeah, yeah, you hit on some one time for hey, man. Yeah, shit. Yeah. So if I hurt you, I'm intentionally hurting myself. That's mm. crazy. That shit ain't gonna work. How we gonna get by like that? Cat dog. How do they poop? See, we ain't gonna go out. I was just like, I, know, I never really thought. I was like, huh? Maybe it comes out the middle. I don't know. So wait, if dog oh. eats this, this cat fool? Mmm. Mm. I don't ever really see him eat. Questions. Well, I don't recall him eating. That's interesting. And then, what if one wants to go to sleep, but the other one's awake, like, and he wants to go for a walk? I, a think, that, of, I think that's what usually happens. It's I think a that's lot of happening. challenges. It is. Mm. But you got you got to learn to work together. Yeah, you do. You know what I mean? That's what's about. That's so what do they raise about. their leg when they go to the bathroom, or is it like, <laughs> <laughs> like you like, have to hit the litter box? Like, I mean, there's a lot. There's actually a lot of questions. <laughs> I mean, it's actually pro, it's pretty deep that they actually worked this out. Uh, yeah, I think they had more to work out than racism. <laughs> like, <laughs> damn. <laughs> if these niggas can solve that shit, we racism no problem. <laughs> We're good. Yeah, for real, man. Shit, take a page out of Cat Dog's book. Shit. <laughs> Yo, like cat up. dog gonna be the highlight of this show. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> low key, cause man, that's some real shit, man. That's some real shit. That's dope. Yeah, dog. All right, Jay. Jay only came with one show. You only came with one. <laughs> I needed more. <laughs> My boy. <laughs> you got one life lesson out of all the shows you watched in history. Nah, I this nigga wouldn't be a second. Give you a second. Yeah, okay. yeah. Come, come back to me. Oh my god, we'll come back to you. that nigga's. No wonder he started the episode like this. Could be a short one. <laughs> this nigga <laughs> had one example. I didn't. <laughs> Bro, why, why you only came with one show, dog? Dude, the, I, sh- the shit said shows, cartoons, like all of those yeah, are plural. And, and then, like, mm. we didn't even stick on yours long like that, though. Like, really, nigga? You got no devil. I thought okay. it was about identity. Okay. okay. It's cool to be yourself. I can't believe we lost to the Jets. Y'all really lost to the Jets? It's to over? 20, yeah, 22 to 24. Final. Mm. That means y'all try to come back again and lost. They should have signed that contract. Should have signed that contract. Yeah. Okay. Right, uh, Reg, you want to go? Oh, world. No, Snuggie. Alright, hold on, let me find something that's light. Get this nigga some time. Um Oh, hmm. here's one. Um fan favorite, Naruto. Naruto taught me a life lesson that hard work does not beat talent. Hard work does not beat talent. It does. <laughs> okay, you wanna you wanna dive on that a little bit? Yeah, hard work, hard work don't beat talent. Hard work does not beat talent. It don't. It don't. It, it's, it's something that we like to we like to say. You know. So what's what's the quote to that? It's not a quote. It's just no, no, no. I'm saying there's there's a quote that is popular. oh oh hard work. Beat, well, beat. hard work beats talent when talent um, doesn't work. When hard. talent doesn't work hard. Yeah, that's the quote. Right, right. It's not necessarily. It's kind of true, but like. In the truest sense, like in a world sense, or in a sense, anime. Yeah. Yeah. No, hard work don't beat talent. So there's a there's a character in Naruto named uh, Lee. Lee is a bona fide scrub. 
Mm-hmm. He has no talent. All he has is will. All he does is work. He does 100 push-ups. He runs 30 miles. He does 100 kick stances, 100 punch stances. All he does is live in a gym, like working on his craft. Yeah. And he takes that will and becomes one of the strongest characters in the season up to this point. This is all in season two, I think. And it's just off sheer determination. And I mean, he's godlike. I mean, the stuff that he's pulling off is just amazing. Like, he's literally surpassing people just off of will and determination. Mm. However, he gets into a fight with a guy named Gaara. Now, Gaara is a nigga who never worked a day in his life. He was just blessed. He was he had talent. And one of his talents was that he could defend himself without thinking about it, without trying. And he had like this sand that would cover his body mm-hmm. in a protective aura. So they get into the fight and Lee is shocking Gara because he's never had to try. He usually just crushes people like in an instant. And Lee putting hands on this nigga. Like he's like like he's killing mm-hmm. him. He's bodying him. And Gara's like shocked he's having a like a, a like a midlife crisis because he doesn't understand why this is happening. Like it shouldn't be possible for someone of his of his stature to be touched by someone so lowly with no skill. Well, not skill, but no no general talent outside of his will. Hmm. So long story short, the battle actually gets to the point where Lee breaks all the rules he taps into this power that he's not supposed to use it gives him super speed super strength and he is just maximized his potential and he's got gara on the ropes gara in one instant crushed this nigga's arm and his legs when when his back was against the wall he crushes his arms and his legs now Gara's about to lose when he does this. Like he he's literally on the brink. His back is against the wall. Like the, the fight's about to be over. And in an instant, one thing happens and he and he breaks him. And Lee can't walk. He can't do anything. He can't defend himself. And long story short, he realizes the limit of his potential that he can only climb so high. Gara, for all his lacklusterness, no effort is still more infinitely more talented than he is. And just because of that talent, he wins that fight. But Damn. he learns a lesson in that fight that he does need to work harder. So eventually, you know, when he finally turns, because everybody in Naruto gets taught no jutsu, he actually becomes a good person and he really refines his skills. But he learned that lesson from someone who had no chance of beating him. Even if you want to think about it like this, uh naruto was somebody that we fell in love with because he was an underdog and we always thought like well he's working hard you know he like sasuke who's somebody else in the village is like his best friend Mm -hmm. is someone who is like a genius he's like he's like a prodigy sasuke's a prodigy naruto's like kind of like the idiot just trying to struggle to get find his way well in the very end of the show naruto becomes one of the most powerful people in the world and he fights sasuke and he wins but again it's still the same situation hard work doesn't beat talent naruto won that fight but what you come to find out about naruto spoilers is that this nigga was a prodigy 
this nigga was hand gifted all of these things that he just didn't know about. So he becomes basically like a god by the end of the show, not because of his hard work. It's the fact that he had that talent in there the entire time. Yeah. And it just grew over time and then it finally just came out and there was nothing nobody could do about it. Damn. So, hmm. So I guess actually Naruto kind of makes the quote true about the hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work. Well, no, because Sasuke was working. No, the nigga just out talented Sasuke. Mm. He was just a god. So it. So I guess based on that, like, would it be fair to say that regardless of how hard you work, if you don't have the talent, then it doesn't matter. No matter how hard you work, if you don't, if you don't have the talent, like there's a ceiling. Like think about it, like an NBA. Like you know, we watch sports. We we've all seen athletes. Like they they try hard. They try so. They work so hard just to make it to the league. And then they just run into somebody who's just athletically superior to them. Mm-hmm. They're just more talented than them. There's nothing that they can do about that. Like make up that difference. Like I think of people like um like I don't know like that. If you're a Dallas Mavericks fan, you know uh, JJ Barea, short yeah. dude, right? Mm-hmm. Like scrappy. There's nothing that he can do if he had to try to defend Dirk and Whiskey, or a LeBron James, or. Uh, Tracy McGrady or anybody of that ilk. There's, I mean, there's just only so much you can do. Mm. So, no. Like, even if... Like, Tracy McGrady might be one of the people that we say didn't maximize his talent. He would give JJ that work. 10 out of 10 times. Even yeah. if he did nothing. Just off talent. Yeah. Damn. That's kind of discouraging, though. I mean, but he still made it to the league at the end of the day. Yeah, no, I'm just saying, like, like hard work will get you success. Like, JJ Bray is successful. It's just you, you're not going to be, I guess, a super elite. Exactly, and that's what I'm saying. It's like if, like, there's a reason that we have these drafts, and we're like, okay, we're taking him with the first round pick. Like, there's there's a uh, there's a uh, there's a line where you're just going to say, okay, well, yes, you got heart. Heart alone don't get you where you need to be. You gotta have something else to support it. So, but, but I think as, uh, So, like, as far as like in 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 the world outside of sports, because mm-hmm. that's only a small percentage. So, right. like for the stuff that people do in everyday life, you right. know, doctor, lawyer, or whatever your career is, right? For that, for those people, you think it's hard work? It pays off more. Is just or at the talent standpoint? Because mm. this one, we're we're talking about just learning. In order shit. to do it, but shit, before we even jump there, shit, you have if if we keeping it in athletics, because I do want to go with what you said, right? You have niggas in the hood that have all the talent, but if they don't work hard, shit, them niggas just be niggas at the court hooping. That's a good point. That's a good point. So hard work does have but, to play a factor. But I mean, is that well? It kind of depends on what talent you're talking about, then, because I would I would argue the fact that yeah, there's a lot of talents that and one street niggas, right? Mm-hmm. But I think being able to, to like, I don't want to say synthesize the game, but being able to break down the game mentally, that's a talent and that so, everybody doesn't have. That, but, like, I can see people, like, say, like, okay, cool, I got handles, I got hops, but I don't know how to properly use them in the context of the sport that I'm playing. So I'm a highlight reel, but I don't play well in a team environment. But you have some people that, that do and can, but... They still, they they still don't, don't work it. hard. Yeah, they still don't make it. You probably shouldn't have got uh, Daquana pregnant. 
like let's just say even if he didn't get the quantum <laughs> pregnant let's just say that he had the talent on the court but he didn't have the work ethic with his academics and then what happens you probably go to d-league or overseas or the big three I don't know. They got options. Big three. Big three <laughs> is for retired. Yeah, for retired NBA. No, you can, right? to, you can go to big three and not and be an overseas player. You don't have to be you don't have to be all retired NBA players. Mm. There's oh. D League players in the big three. In D League, you can just try out for, I guess. Yeah, basically. Okay. All right. So going to what Rock was talking about, um, with it being outside of athletics and mm. more of a professional like doctor, lawyer, and all mm-hmm. that stuff. All right. Hard work, I would sure certainly have to play a factor, not just talent. Oh yeah, no, no, I'm not. I'm not saying I'm not. They're not mutually exclusive. I'm not saying hard work doesn't pay off. I'm just saying that hard work pays off to a certain ceiling, right? Mm. Then talent pays off to a certain ceiling, and then if that talent decides, like, like in that story about Gara, after the fight, he realized the value of hard work, and then he just far and away surpassed. Like it wasn't even close. It was just the fact that this guy tapped out completely on hard work. Just to approach his level, just to kind of try to make it even. Yeah, the guy wasn't working. He was just that talented. So the fact that that guy literally decided to to oh damn, I need to actually start working, and he already had the talent. He he went light years beyond where that dude was. Mm. So that's the thing. It's like it's not it's not mutually saying like no, you can't work hard and be successful or get get to where you want to be it's just that the end of the day the talented the talent is the difference like the talented (laughs) nigga if the talented nigga did what you did it's not close that's real that's all i'm saying okay okay i can see it a little bit if you a hard worker you better catch a nigga sleeping (laughs) like you better catch somebody that like ain't really about Mm -hmm. it i can see it a little bit i can see it a little bit rock you got one you want me to go i mean i yeah i got an easy one you know, like, like, I, in this case, I, I just don't want to steal something. Oh, to another quick example. Buster Douglas and Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson was talented, but when that fight happened, he lost his mentor, and he wasn't working out. He wasn't training anymore. They like I was watching a documentary on that about how mm-hmm. the fight actually proceeded. Mm-hmm. There is no way in hell Buster Douglas wins that fight if Mike Tyson was doing what Mike Tyson was doing. He literally caught him in a moment of vulnerability. Where he was undisciplined and Mike took an L off of that. And he never recovered from that. He never trained the same way he did when his mentor was alive. But I think I think I think that only goes for sports related and athletic stuff. When you break outside yeah, I'm of that. Yeah, getting a lot of sports stuff. That's yeah. True. Yeah. When you break outside of that, it's kind of tough to use the talent versus hard work aspect. Like, like I can see that in maybe like a sales environment. You know what I'm saying? Somebody who's just naturally a talker and naturally can per- and naturally can persuade people without training. And you got somebody who's not good at it. He, they've been trained to do it so they can do it at a good level. Then versus what the dude can do once he's actually trained mm-hmm. on how to be a better seller. Mm-hmm. I can see it in perhaps something like that, but in most professional environments, yeah, but shit. I feel like I the, can see that in politics. But shit, Jim Rohn, I mean, Jim Rohn told us shit. It don't matter how talented you are. If I'm, I'm going to outwork you, he did say that. We that was actually that a bar. Multiple times. Yeah, that was so a bar. At the same time, it's like maybe I think talent works in the athletic arena. I mean, it works in any arena. Don't get me wrong, but I don't know how heavy it weighs 
in other arenas over I think hard work. The only the only areas that come off top that I can think that it plays a factor, I definitely think it plays a factor in sales, like you said. I can see it in politics. I can see a talented person being able to upend somebody who's working hard grassroots, but they just have the gift of gap and they yeah. just persuade. Like I can see that being an yeah. effect. I can see that in as an actor, like you got a super talented actor that is just kind of like not really honing his craft, but he just got the juice mm-hmm. versus an actor that's like, I'm there every day studying, but I don't get the same opportunities. Like I, I see it. I think that goes in a lot of different professions. Mm-hmm. I can see that. That's real. That's real. All right. Is it my turn? Yeah, go ahead. You know, I, I got some childish shit over here. <laughs> okay, so. <laughs> you said you got an easy one? Yeah. All right, okay. what is it? So, so mine would be Spider-Man. Okay. Oh, he took mine. All right, go ahead. See, that, that's why I was like, I'd rather y'all go first. Cause oh, you didn't, say, you didn't say mine. <laughs> <laughs> but see, my, 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 shit, my shit off of title mm-hmm. sounds wild, but when you get into the into the meat of it, it's I like, see what oh, your scheme is. Yeah. Like that's yeah, no, yeah, that's yeah, a so good. That's, that's kind of my shit. Now, for yourself, you know, with great power, Uncle Ben. With great power comes great responsibility. Um, that part is learning that every action has a consequence, whether mm. it's intended or it's not intended. You know, the you know the uh, the cartoon illustrated that you know Spider Man guy's powers. He was in you know was trying to make money for himself. You know, he left the arena. He he had the opportunity to stop somebody who robbed somebody. He didn't. It's like it's not my problem. But that person ended up killing his uncle. That's crazy. So having the ability to act and you not acting is is causing you know you know can cause bad things. What's the the saying? Um, Verb action is a reaction. No, no. Um, all was it? Uh, all uh, all it takes for evil to survive is for good people to do, to do nothing. nothing. Yep. And mm. that, that's essentially what that you know what that means is if you have the ability to act and you don't, then the bad things happen because you didn't act. That's actually Tom Holland from Civil War. Yeah, I thought. Oh, him. I was like, I, I, I was like, wait a minute. I was like, Spider Man. I tied them together. I was really deep in that shit. I was like, I said, wait a minute. That's Tom Holland. Like, I tied them. I them both together. Okay. Spider Man. This thing took Tobey Maguire Spider Man and Tom Holland Spider Man merged them together and created the arc. I got you. That's real. Damn. That was um. Who is that? It's my boy. My boy. Les Brown has a story on that. Um, when he was telling one of his stories about the the chicken man, um, mm. house his uh, it's this guy and his family was in a house on fire. That house was on fire, but he was afraid to go into the house, uh, and his whole family died. And I just lived with him for the rest of his life. Wow. Yeah, man. And it was weird how it kind of ended it because he's like, if you see him, he makes the sound of a chicken, like the bacot, because he was afraid to risk his life. For his family. family. Yeah. So, yeah, man, that's real. I like that. God, I, no, I'm, I'm fucking less now. No, wait. Hmm. I was with you to the. Whatever. Well, I think like, that just sounded kind of something he put into the story. But oh, the okay. Man, I was yeah, like, yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah, like yeah, wait, wait. He's, yeah, the main of it. Okay, is, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's called Chicken Man because he had a cowardly action and then everything in his life exude cowardice because of that. Yeah. No, I got the premise. Yeah, yeah. I just. I, the, the sound kind of threw you off. Yeah. Kind of got me. I was like, yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Speaking of cowardly acts, mine is Courage the Cowardly, cowardly Dog. Dog. <laughs> Yo. That was a So, man. yeah. So, that's mine. Um, of course, I mean, I, 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 I want to say everybody's seen Courage, but um, the 
That's a great the, show. Yeah, the message behind this is like, regardless of how much paranoia you have or how afraid you are to do something, if like with him, he was afraid of almost any and everything. But when his family was in jeopardy, he overcome his fear to take mm-hmm. care of his family. So, I think a lot of people they may be afraid of something because they don't not not enough is at risk for it. Like mm. you may be a, you may be a fear of something, but if your family is in jeopardy, then you'll overcome that fear to protect your family. So sick. Yeah, man. So that's mine. That's mine right there. So I had one from um this show called Death Note. It's a quote by uh my guy L. Mm-hmm. L's one of the dopest characters of all time, super genius. But he says something very simple uh that kind of stuck. He says being alone is better than being with the wrong person. And I think that that hits on a couple of different levels, whether that, you know, we were joking about the women <laughs> earlier about, you know, what you won't do, another nigga will, yeah. but then they won't get nothing. But there is value in being alone and not running with the wrong person, because there are plenty of people that are in relationships that they're miserable and that that relationship actually brings more pain than joy to them. Mm-hmm. Like if they tallied up which side was winning they be on the wrong end of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's also value in being by yourself and being able to appreciate yourself and love yourself because if you don't have that ability, how are you going to expect to actually engage in a healthy relationship? Yeah. And I think Will Smith and Jada hit on that really well when they talked about how I'm not responsible for my spouse's happiness. Mm-hmm. Now, I mean... If you tie that in with the swinging rumors, it's just like, <laughs> it's just like somebody else is oh, really responsible. Somebody's responsible for it. So I mean, take that uh, one. Shit, that's funny. That but I, funny. I do think L hit on on some real talk. You know, just with that uh, statement, and it's just simple. So that's real, right? You want me to- I t- <laughs> Yo, no, what's crazy, what's crazy is like I, I intentionally cut it short just to see if this nigga actually had so something. I saw him, he was over there searching. He was, <laughs> he was- Bro, you can't freestyle one? I run it there. That's, I have to give motivation. Go ahead, go ahead. Okay. Uh, so I, I got one. I got one. You know, I got one. Actually, this is this one's this one came um later, really later on in my life. I just happened to be watching it the other day, Doug. Y'all remember the show, Doug? I was hoping Doug someone would bring up Doug. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm, I'm giving you a bail just off Doug. So I was watching Doug the other day, and when I was younger, I really didn't understand the mentality and the struggle of Doug until I got like really, really older. So like I was watching it, like I said, I was watching it the other day, and you just don't realize how much anxiety and stress he has over certain stuff. You know what okay. I mean? Yeah, so like if you watch it, and this is like every episode, he's like dealing with something to where he has to like vent to his journal. He's like, oh man, I don't know if Patty Mendez is going to really fuck with me like that. Oh, this nigga in school is bullying me and all this stuff. But then like each show or each episode has an issue that Doug is dealing with outside of the bully and the chick that he's dealing with. Hmm. But then I thought, I was like, damn, he's... He really has a lot of anxiety of shit that he really shouldn't have anxiety for. So it's like, I was watching this like, man, like, if you think about it, the shit don't, we make shit really deeper than what it is. Mm-hmm. Like, we we like stress out, we have stress and anxiety about shit that we really shouldn't even have stress and anxiety about. And you'll realize that because at the end of every episode, he has kind of like 
I guess an aha moment. And he realized whatever the issue he was dealing with throughout the show wasn't as big right. when he was in it. Right. So it's right. like, damn, like if you really sit back and think about it, like what you're dealing with, it may not even be all that bad because, or you, and you may feel like, like it is because you're approaching it or you're in it. But then like when you get to the other side of it, you'd be like, man, this shit wasn't even all that. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't right. really all that to be really tripping about. <clears throat> But we do that. We we fill ourselves with a lot of anxiety and stress and pressure about stuff that we probably shouldn't even do. That's we realize dope. how crazy it is once we get to the end of it. So I'm saying my shit. My shit be cheesy. No, no, that was some front, dope shit. But then yeah. I'll be, coming, I'll be trying to come with this I, shit I, I, when we I, get I, in I that thing. I'm with you, Slime. I, I be trying to throw the haymakers early. This nigga be this nigga be bobbing and weaving. Then he hit you with that body shot. And be like, oh, that was some sick shit. Like, like okay, 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 okay. Yeah, I see hey, you. Hey, all right. That's my last one though. So don't don't expect too many more things mm. over here. Mm. Jay. Um. So Thundercats, my guy, you are not. He stole another one of yours. He, no, he's really? st- no, he's stealing one. He's, he's stealing your stick. <laughs> like, like Thundercats, my G. Like really? Well, no, no, so, so it, Thundercats, it was, oh, like that one? Yeah. So there, there was. Did a, you even watch that show? How old are you? Yeah. No. So I watched the original and I watched. The <laughs> okay, I'm like, wait a minute. I watched. I watched the original and the reboot. Uh, okay. So hey, on hey, the rebooted remember. version, there was a show where the main character Lionel. It's more of a. They're younger, and he gets the sword stolen, mm-hmm. the Sword of Omens, which is the legendary sword. Mm. He loses it to a master swordsman and he has to go fight him to try to get it back. Mm. And he's like, well, there's this master blacksmith. He made all of, he made the weapon that beats yours so he can make a new weapon for him to beat you. Mm. So he makes a new sword from him in a day. He fights him. He loses. And then he's like, well, what can I do different? He's like, well, you're, you're too rigid. You have to learn how to be flexible. You know, you need to learn how to read the situation. You have to learn how to adapt. And so by the end of the show, it's like, well, you have to be like uh, like a weed that gets blown from, you know, this one place. It can't move on its own. It's in, it requires the environment to move it. Mm. So once he embraced that, okay, I have to be flexible. I have to learn how to adapt on what my opponent's doing. I can't just force my way through every situation, which is what he did previously. He was able to beat him by learning how to be more flexible. Mm. Yo. So, mm. well... Learn how to be more flexible. Learn how to adapt to the situations. There you go. He pulled that. He, little, he's not feeling it. I'm a little disappointed. Are you? I am. Okay. Because there's nothing specific about Thundercats it was that you can't get that lesson from like 80 different other shows. I <laughs> like mean, being flexible, was, nigga. <laughs> like what? It was in that show. Like, you had to pull. You scrolled for ten minutes to pull out Thundercats. <laughs> well, no, I couldn't find anything better. I couldn't find that, so that was the only one I could think of. So, yeah, be flexible. Okay. Hey, you okay. got you to be adaptive, man. Okay, I'm, not I just I'm not mad at it. You got to be adaptive, bro. You got to be adaptive. Maybe I just don't respect the name brand. It's it's Thundercats. Thundercats. Just, yeah, just maybe it's that one. That's hey. some deep shit, though. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, man, I'm, I'm fucking with Rock because y'all niggas, y'all niggas wasn't fucking with. Cat dog, yeah. cat dog, low key might be the dopest shit. Yeah, like low key. Yeah, but I had, to, I had to say it first. Yeah, because we wouldn't let you get it out. <laughs> hey, we was trying to let this nigga get out. Nick, we was trying to clown. We was trying to clown. Like, nah, fuck that. Cat dog, nigga, yeah. you probably cat. But the thing is, we we were clowning you, not knowing this nigga had nothing else in the chamber. 
Hey. But yo, that shit came back around the hill. He was like, huh? He was like, huh? How many we need to do? Bro, that yo, boy had nothing, yo, nothing else. Oh, my God. That nigga, no. was, that nigga thought he was killing it. <laughs> <laughs> he said, wait a minute. I brought family matters. And you brought cat, cat dog. dog. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, but did you bring something else? Though? No, oh. no, I did not. <laughs> I, was, I was unclear on that part. Oh, my face hurts. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, man. How we looking on time, by the way? Uh, uh, we in the 140. 120. 120? Yeah. Oh, we do it. Real oh, good. yeah. So, I, I did my three. I think it's like you <laughs> yeah, I got I got two more, but I'll probably only spit one. All right, um, so my hero academia, first line of the show. Once you get into the um, series, is all men aren't created equal. Mm. Mm. Initially, I one hundred percent rejected that. I was like, "No, we're all created equal," but then. As I dig deeper into the show, I see what they were getting at. So this, the premise of the show is that 80% of the world has what they call quirks or special abilities. Like the population has been um, raised to the point where everybody could be like a superhero if they wanted to. Yeah. Only 20% of the population have no powers. The main character, uh, his name is Deku. He's born with no powers, mm-hmm. but he wants to be a hero. And so in the first episode, he is shown growing up as a child, hoping to get his powers because they usually get their powers somewhere around five, six, seven, eight, somewhere in that age. He goes to the doctor, never happens for him. And then the doctor's like, you're never going to get powers. Mm. And his heart breaks. So he looks up, he idolizes this guy named All Might. All Might is like the number one hero. He's, he's the OG. He's the guy that literally, like they call him the symbol of peace. He's the reason that society doesn't swallow itself. Right. So he keeps everything in line. So he finally meets this guy. They um, all might is like doing a mission. Uh, he's fighting a villain. He runs into Deku. Deku and him have a conversation on top of a building. And he tells all might, I want to be a hero. I have no quirk. Can I be a hero? All might hits this nigga with the truest shit. No. No. You No, you can't be a hero. Mm. Not like me. You can't be a hero like me. Now, you could be a police officer. You could be a fireman. You can be, you know, someone that serves society. You can be a hero in that stature. Like, you can still be a hero in the essence of doing public goods, you know, but you can't be, like, a superhero. Like, you can't be what I am if you have no quirk. Mm-hmm. So, he hit him with the truth. And in that moment, Deku was like, all men are created equal. Because I don't have what he has. I can't be what he is. And so we're not equal. So later on in the story, fast forward, we find out All Might is actually losing his powers. So he actually has an ability to give his power to Deku. Deku shows heart by basically trying to save a friend who is getting attacked by a villain. And he's like, okay, that guy could be my successor. So he gives him the power. So now Deku has a quirk, right? Mm. Powerful thing about this show. Even though he had a quirk, he finds out that no matter what quirk you have, there's a pro and there's a con. And that's the brilliance of the writing of this show, My Hero Academia. It doesn't matter what quirk you have. It doesn't matter how powerful you are. You have a drawback. 
And so there's another dude named Bakugo. Bakugo used to torment Deku because when he was growing up, Bakugo had the power to like blow shit up just by putting his hands out. Like he emits blasts, like explosions. Mm-hmm. And so he always had a superiority complex because he had basically the dopest power in the hood. Nobody else was seeing that. Yeah. And so Deku ends up getting into a fight with Bakugo and he wins. Even though Bakugo at that point still has a stronger power than him because there's a pro and con. So in essence, you have a skill that I don't have. Jay has a skill that I don't have. We're not equal, right? Because you can do things that I can't do. He can do things that I can't do. We all have something that we're really good at, but there's also things that hurt us as well. Mm-hmm. So like, for example, um, Deku is super, super strong. The drawback is, though, if he hits something, his arm breaks. His bones aren't strong enough to handle the power that's in it. So he can do amazing, amazing stuff, but there's a drawback. Bakugo is he has the explosions, but he can only do it for a short, limited time. So if you get him into a long, drawn-out match, you can't do it. So all of us have these things that, you know, like you, you talked about, Doug, like you have anxiety about certain things, right? Mm-hmm. Or he had anxiety over certain things. That's a drawback from him for him. But he also has the ability to like really look deep into himself and come up with all these different things. Like remember he invented Quail Man and all this other yeah, shit. Yeah. Like he 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 actually had a creative mind. Yeah. In the midst of all that anxiety. Right. And so that's almost like his superpower. Like he 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 was able to take his ability to be anxious about everything and create these works of art. Mm. So that's what I kind of got from that show. Is like no like. Now, we're not talking silver rights. Everybody should have the same silver rights, right? But just on the surface, like, we want to believe that all men are created equal. But when you really look at it, it's like God makes us all different. Yeah, bro. So. Some people got talents. Some people got to work hard. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, sometimes the niggas need to work hard. They get their ass <laughs> pushed in. They get their shit pushed in by Rock Lee. <laughs> <laughs> they work hard enough all the time, huh? Yeah. But I mean, actually, when you say it like that, I mean, one last one I can think of just off top is um, Dragon Ball Z. Mm. Lesson I learned from that is no matter how good you are, there's always somebody stronger. There's always someone better at what you do than you at no matter how good you are. Yeah. Because that nigga Kakarot, he thought Piccolo had them hands. Raditz came in and stomped this shit in. <laughs> <laughs> That nigga punched Vegeta in this shit. Frieza came in and blew a fucking planet up. <laughs> like, man. That nigga Trunks cut Frieza ass up. Cell put a hole in that nigga chest. <laughs> man. Damn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No matter how good you are at something, there's always somebody. Nigga. Yeah. Yeah, dog. Especially when the studio run out of money, they'd be like, hey, <laughs> keep the party going. But doesn't that tie into the whole quote about if you don't do it. There's another man that would. Oh, doesn't that tie? It got to tie in because I'm pretty sure there's gonna be somebody listening and be like, "But y'all said that." So I just went mm. and said that real quick. Huh? So okay, let's hold on. Let's talk about that for a second. Wait. So, <laughs> so what you won't do, another nigga will do. Yeah. Yeah, he's right. But is is that new nigga gonna do all the other stuff that the other uh, Joe nigga did too? They may do that one thing that you won't. But they're mm-hmm. not gonna do everything else that your old nigga was doing. Yeah, it may not. I mean, I was just gonna say, like, okay, okay cool, but is that new nigga Piccolo? 
to this. Like, Goku was fighting Krillin when he was a jit. Mm. Right? Krillin had some hands as a jit. Piccolo came in and stopped the builder down. Nigga, you gotta run into Piccolo first. Just because you single don't mean you gonna run into the nigga that's gonna do the shit. Uh, mm. uh. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah, the nigga, yeah, the nigga that will do it is still out there. That don't mean he doing it for your ass. You uh, <laughs> could be doing it for someone else. Uh, mm. Good way to bring that back around. I'm just saying. That's a good point. Like, I can do this all day. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm here all night, ladies and gentlemen. Like, F with me. Like, that's real. Damn. We got any more uh, nah, that's it. sitcoms or cartoons? Nah. Nah. That was fun. That was fun. That yeah. was good, Rez. Yeah. yeah. Sure, I wouldn't. When I was thinking about it, I wasn't expecting it. I wasn't expecting my shit to pop like that. I was like, oh, this shit's going to be trash. I knew my one would. <laughs> the one. <laughs> How did that feel? I just wanted to know what type of pressure you felt looking for some other shit Yo, as we... Kind of we're talking about our shit, right? Right. Well, so the the annoying part was like as soon as I thought of some, y'all situation, like, oh, I can't use that because that situation already been used. Mm. Like which ones? So like even the one that you just did, like um, I would have done Kenshin to to mm. do something similar to as far as um being uh, sticking to what your principle is, no matter how adverse the situation. When you did um. Uh, Courage Cali Dog, I was gonna use Green Lantern, the oath, you know, in what was it in Darkest Day and Brightest Night, no, he was just getting my sight. So as far as to lead into what it takes to overcome courage, but the longer the shit went on, I was like, God damn, we already went to these situations. Mm-hmm. I think you could have got that first one off. The Kenshin or Kenichi? Mm-hmm. Cause we didn't say nothing about Well, but, but so all the one with All Might was so sim, I didn't know where you were gonna go with it. Yeah, but I didn't say all might until yeah. I mean, that, you could have used that. I early. just came. I like. Oh, you just. I like. I just started thinking. Yeah. The more stuff goes on. Oh, it's like, okay, gotcha, gotcha. Man, after gotcha. he heard our stuff, he was like, "Damn, I could have used." Damn, that. I could have used that. So he didn't think about <laughs> it. So he was like, "Damn, I could have used that." Damn, I could have used that. Like, he heard us say our shit. He was like, "Damn, I could have said this for that." Yeah, you know what I'm mean? like, saying. Yeah. I had condition. I went with Thundercats. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> And then, like, oh, I didn't shit. want to do Spider Man because it was so obvious. So it's like, I didn't. I was trying I think to Spider Man was a good one. I, I was trying to find something that's mm-hmm. off the beaten path that wouldn't hurt something that y'all were going to do for y'all future ones, too. So mm. it's rough. That's, mm. that's what happened. <laughs> DK with one of them joints. I mean, you could have stuck with the sitcoms. You could have said Fresh Prince. Mm. I couldn't think of anything that I wanted to do with it. Yeah, and said what exactly, Brad? Now, remember. Uh, when Will had that, I mean, probably the best scene of the whole show was like, you know, why don't he want me, man? And just being able to like accept the fact that, you know, the man that he wanted to love him really wasn't there. Well, I guess that kind of ties into the sometimes it's better be alone than with the wrong person. All right. I feel you. All right. Bet. Mm. No more admin stuff. <laughs> you said no what? more admin no stuff. No more admin. No more admin? Yeah, on the podcast. Oh, I don't get it. It was I don't know. I don't know. Fucked it up. Huh? 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 All right, but let's get out of here. Huh? huh? What, what's going on? I was, like, I was like, I don't get it. He was like, never mind. I fucked it up. He, like, he didn't even stick with the joke. What? We getting out of here? Yeah, man. Let's, yeah, let's sure, gonna wrap this shit up, man. It's gonna wrap this shit up. All right. Oh, yeah, that's right. All yeah. right, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pissed off. My Cowboys don't lost to the Jets. My fantasy team is doing all right, though. Oh! Too much. Do y'all want to start a fantasy for NBA since it's starting in a week? We can. I think yeah. it might. I heard, it, I heard it's harder to do fantasy basketball. 
Oh, it is NBA. Oh, never mind. I don't want to do it. Two more games. Oh, nah, nah. We can look into it, though. But that's admin shit that Rock just said we shouldn't talk about on the podcast. No, I th- no, because I thought we could actually have people play with us that listen. Yeah, I mean, I know you for sure. Yeah, but when I ask, oh, but is that like football? Is Twelve weeks. Yeah, the basketball playoffs. eighty-two. Yeah, no, that sounds infinitely harder. I immediately regret that statement. You sure you don't want to do it? I mean, I'll do it, but I mean, yeah, let's look into it. <laughs> See how hard this shit is. <laughs> All right, man, hit us up. Uh, speak between the lines. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Start a conversation with us. Join a conversation already having. Um, let us know what you thought about this week's episode. Do you feel like you're the villain in someone's life? Mm. Um, do you have a cartoon that has taught you a life lesson? Mm. Let us know. Hit us up in our DMs. Also, check out our merch, bit.ly forward slash SBTL store. You'll find all of our shit. There's nothing else. It's King Gabe signing off. This is J Rock. Yeah, bro. Did you okay? Did you, bro? <laughs> no. God no. What's wrong? Yeah, I'm do we have an intervention? Y'all so heated about this episode. Like that. Why? Because I know the very long one. <laughs> it was plural. It said show. It was fine. It was fine. There. We're out of here. But you did good though, bro. Yeah, you did good with no material. Speak between the lines, man. We out of here. Go ahead, man. <laughs> Damn, you just stopped that. Leave that in. Leave that all in. That nigga just cut it. Oh.